the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is not just local basketball this time. It is the semi-state. And this is the opportunity to go into another game tonight and then potentially the state championship game next week. And that's what happened for the Lanesville Eagles, who only lost two last season, have only lost one this season. They are up against the Jackson Dell Eagles. And uh, Rob LaFerry, Jackson Dell, is looking to really accomplish something here today. And they're 21-5, and showing people that they're in position. They are in position, and you know you take a look at this matchup, and it's a pair of ball clubs that, quite frankly, have run the roost, so to speak, in Class A on the south side in recent years. When you take a look at Jacksonville, you go back to a state title in 2016. They have been a mainstay. They're 21-5 heading in. Then you've got this Lanesville ball club, who over the last six years has been the absolute power around the south side. Angie Hinton has done wonders. We talked about it before we went on air. Lanesville. 12 straight losing seasons. Angie Hinton shows up as head coach. They've now won six sectionals in a row, a regional, a semi-state, and then a state title last year. They've already accomplished sectional, regional this year. Can they do it again this season? Jackson Dell's got something to say about that. Absolutely, and we pointed out to Coach Hinton that she had to beat the uh, Eagles of JCD to make it happen. Uh, what do you think, Rob? Uh, you've seen these teams longer than I have. Uh, both teams have returned. Great nuclei this year. They do. Uh, Lanesville has got a couple pieces from last season that are gone because of graduation, but they return practically everything else from that state title team. They're 26-1. They're beating opponents by an average of 23 points per ball game. They are among the state's best when it comes to not just average margin of victory, but offense and defense as well. It's certainly a tall task. They're going to be a favorite today against Jacksonville. My key is for the Lady Eagles to come out and play this ball game like you would at 7.30 at night on a Tuesday or a Thursday. They've got to have that kind of mindset in here because of the early start. In terms of X's and O's, number one, Jacksonville's got to shoot the basketball better than what they did last Saturday in the regional championship game. They were only 21%. That's not going to get the job done today. Defensively, it's going to be all about mixing things up, trying to get this Lanesville offense that averages 56 a game out of rhythm for 32 minutes. There's that key phrase. If you get them out of rhythm, out of their system, then you have a shot. Absolutely, and it's tourney time. Anything can happen, and again, that 10 o'clock start can throw so many different teams off at this point in the year, but I I will say this. You've got two tournament-experienced ball clubs. Maybe that is not a factor today, but uh, you're going to see two of the best regardless of what the outcome is this morning with a chance to go to that semi-state championship on the line at 8 o'clock tonight. And so in just a moment, we will hear from the coaches. We'll check in with the Jackson Dell Eagles players at halftime, and we had three great ones that we chatted with uh, late this week, but we'll have Coach Angie Hinton and Coach Scott Smith Both coming up for you in just a moment to set the stage for what should be a classic matchup. That's all next here on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, 
supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And back before this tournament matchup with Coach Angie Hinton of the Lanesville Eagles. And Coach, uh, what a uh, couple years you've had. Uh, only two losses last year, only one this year. You had to beat Jackson Dell to get your championship in the second semi-state game last year. Now you're in the first one. How's this game shape up for you? Well, I think uh, it says a lot about both of our programs and the kids we have in our program. Um, you know, we've both, both been very blessed the last few years to have a great group of kids coming up through. Uh, it's definitely going to be a great game. Uh, they have uh, most of their kids back from last year, so it's a very veteran ball club and live experience. And we have several of our kids back, too. So I think you're going to see two very uh, balanced ball clubs going against each other, too. Uh, two good programs, and, you know, I know uh, Coach uh, Smith, a really good coach, and uh, had a lot of success through the year. So, you know, it's going to be a fun matchup. He certainly respects you as well. And what uh, what do your Eagles need to do to knock off those Eagles? Well, we have to try to play our pace of game. You know, we like to try to speed it up and get up and down the court. Uh, defense is kind of what we've ha- hung our hat on through the years. And, uh, you know, it's going to be tough because they're very balanced and have a lot of kids that can score from a lot of different places. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to, you know, also, you know, make some baskets uh, to go along with our defense. And who are some of the standout young women for you going into this and the fans should be listening for? It. Well, Hadley Crozier, she leads us in most categories. And, you know, she's kind of the head of our defense, too. Uh, I think you're going to hear a little bit from Shelby Allen, who usually comes off the bench for us, uh, gives us a, a great spark. Uh, we like, you know, having her in that role. And then from there, it just could be any kids because, you know, Hilton Brumley, she, you know, she's had good games. Ava Kerr leads us in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, those three have the most experience on the team. Uh, and then uh, Jane and Emma Davis, as well as Ellie Schneider, you know, they all seem to come up with big baskets along the way. So we kind of do things by committee. It should be an interesting game, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. That's Coach Angie Hinton, and we'll be right back with the other Eagles from Jacksonville in a moment on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14-place settings. 
Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the Boost Cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Oh my, that's big. Cecil Ison here from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. Ison's Family Pizza can satisfy even the biggest appetites with our 8-inch mega chip cookie. Oh. Our 12-inch that's a big pretzel. My. And our 20-inch hand-tossed pizzas. That's big. That come with a target printed on the bottom of the box. Oh my, that is big. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for specials and events. Ison's Family Pizza. Find us at 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or on George Street, downtown Batesville. Osgood Utilities remind you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jackson Dell girls basketball team on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And as we gear up for a tip-off here in New Albany, it is Coach Scott Smith. Coach, as the players have mentioned, you were up against the Lanesville Eagles last year. However, it was in the uh, later uh, semi-state game. And is there going to be a big difference here this morning? Well, I mean... You, you kind of hope that that first game, everybody's got fresh legs. Uh, and they were so deep last year and so good that, uh, you know, we really struggled scoring. And, and, and they're very good this year. But we're just kind of hoping that uh, maybe if we're 100%, we can have a little bit better chance. Um, it, it is their number one in the state for a reason. Um, you know, they've lost one game all year and that was to a a, a 3a powerhouse so uh you know we obviously have a tall task in front of us but the kids have been practicing well uh we're due to have a really good shooting night i think and uh so we feel pretty good about we have a puncher's chance Uh, absolutely 21 and 5 is nothing to sneeze at Uh, i would imagine those eagles have got to be looking at you as like oh wait a minute these are the same team as last year but not the same team as last year yeah uh you know we they lost several players uh and replaced them very well uh we lost one player and uh, and so basically most of the kids who play uh play substantial minutes uh all last year and in last year's championship game and when it gets right down to it if you want to get to indianapolis and play in the final game you have to beat lanesville whether it's the first game or the second game so we're ready to go and give it our shot. And again, where most teams don't have experience, you do because you have been in this position before, and it says so right on the floor. <laughs> you won the title uh, only eight years ago, and how long ago does it seem, Coach? Well, I mean, after a while you get older, everything kind of runs together. Uh, but we've been really fortunate here at Jacksonville to have uh, great community support and great parents and, and families that let us coach their kids hard and i think that that's the key it's it's every every coach does their homework every coach coach knows what they think they need to do uh to build a culture but we seem to have been blessed to be in a sweet spot where 
we have a lot of kids that really want to put in the work and really become good basketball players. And these kids are no exception. Uh, they've, they've really grown over their last three and four years of high school basketball. And, uh, you know, they, they really have etched their... I guess that's their mark into the, the legacy of Jacksonville basketball. Yeah, so finally, coaches, we're much closer to tip-off now than we were just a few moments ago. Uh, what are some of the things that fans should be listening for and here in the gym as they listen to us, watching for as well as you go up against Lanesville? What has to happen uh, for you to, to make things work? Well, number one is we have to take care of the ball. Uh, and that's twofold. Lanesville gets a lot of their points off of live ball turnovers. So we've been doing very well with, with averaging about 11 or 12 a game. Uh, last year when they beat us, we had 18. So we've got to be in that, you know, 10 to 12 turnover range and hopefully not very many of them being live ball turnovers where they can score. Then that's going to help us limit their scoring. And then on the flip side of that is that's going to give us more possessions and more chances uh, offensively. Last year, we were only able to score 24 points. Their defense was really good. Uh, you know, we're going to hopefully have fresher legs and be able to knock down some shots. But turnovers be the big thing. Uh, second thing, it will be second chance points. For the most part, Lanesville is is like us, but they do have a very good six foot one center uh, that can dominate the game. Uh, last week, she was maybe one of the only kids that scored double figures. She had about twenty points, twenty of their forty eight points, and they were all right underneath the basket. And that's that's a big thing for us. We've got to block her out. We've got to limit any kind of second chance points they get. And if we do that and we can score how we normally score, then then I think we have a, a very good chance. It should be a great one, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us, and we hope we're talking to you in just a little while about the next game tonight. Well, I hope so, Jim. Thank you. That's Coach Scott Smith of the Jackson Dell Eagles, and we'll be right back to tip it off from New Albany in a moment on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Them big boy auto dealers, they say it's all about the price. Well, I say, what about a dealer that treats you like an actual customer? That's why I like Scripture Auto on Lincoln and Greensburg. They're a smaller outfit, but they treat you real well. They're always getting new inventory, so if you don't see what you're looking for, they can get it, and likely at a better price than the big boys. Bigger isn't always better, now is it? The biggest thing about Scripture Auto is that they're small. That works out real good for a simple guy like me. Looking for a career change? Current job just not fitting your dreams? Make time for the Ripley County Chamber of Commerce's Job Fair, Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 4. The Tyson Activity Center in Versailles will have several employers on hand to help you find the job that fits you. With a variety of careers and industries, there will truly be something for everyone. See you at the Tyson Activity Center, February 27th from 9 to 4 for Ripley County Chambers Job Fair. Sponsored by Baxter. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And our semi-state basketball coverage is brought to you on WRBI by Napoleon State Bank, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC and by Ison's Family Pizza, home of Coach's Corner, Monday night at 6 with Terrence Arney. And Rob LaFerry, we have uh, the makings of what could be an epic matchup today or it could be a uh, blowout 
it's hard to tell before we get started. Well, you take a look at the tail of the tape very quickly. Lanesville coming in as a 14-point favor on the mm-hmm. predicted score today, 52-38. to 38. Both teams have been here before. Experience is there. Let's see what happens in the next 32 minutes. It is going to be an amazing contest. And uh, on the home of the Bulldogs court here at uh, New Albany High, it is just terrific. We are going to be back to introduce the starting lineups to you and get things underway after this on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Best metal finishing at Osgood and Ohio Rod Products for Sales are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in postseason play. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter, work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient. And Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric. Then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your source for power and information. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Not just for farmers. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Jim Williams and Rob LaFerry back in New Albany for semi-state basketball between the Lanesville Eagles and your Jacksonville Eagles. Starters getting introduced right now. The first one to come out for Jacksonville is Kelsey Borgman. She is followed by Sophie Sullivan. And Julia Meyer, and we will hear from those young ladies at halftime, so be sure to stay right with us. We also have for the Eagles of Jacksonville, Kaylin Heiners and Reagan Hughes. Quite a lineup, Rob. Boardman, Sullivan, Meyer, Hughes, and Heiners for Jacksonville, and head coach Scott Smith. Taking a look at the starting lineup for Lanesville, they'll run like this. A 5'9", junior, number four, Hadley Crozier. A 5'5", senior, number 10, Ava Kerr. A 5'6", senior, number 15, Emma Davis. The two forwards are going to be a 5'7", junior, number 23, Hilton Brumley. And a 5'10", senior, and number 42, Ellie Schneider. So again, for Lanesville and head coach Angie Hinton, it'll be Crozier, Kerr, and Davis at the guard spots. Brumley and Schneider, they are the forwards for this basketball game that's also sponsored by Gehrings, Bruns Gutzwiller, Osgood Utilities, Ripley County Chamber of Commerce, and Scripture Auto. And Rob, uh, Coach Hinton mentioned that Hadley Crozier really can be a spark plug for her ball club. If Jacksonville can contain her early, maybe there's a shot. Yeah, they've got three double-figure scores, and Crozier leads away at about 15 points per game. So they sit uh, about 15, 13, and 11. The 11 coming from Shelby Allen that's on the bench to start out this game for Lanesville. She is the uh, sixth man, so to speak, for this Lady Eagle ball club. And the other double-figure score, that being Kerr, wearing number 10, Ava Kerr. She's about 10 points per game. So we already mentioned 
Lanesville, 56 points per game, only giving up about 33. Jacksonville, they're going to try and break through both those categories. Both teams are on the floor. We're ready to go. Semi-state time in New Albany. And uh, it is Julia Meyer at 5'10", ready to jump it up against Hadley Crozier at 5'9". The Eagles of Lanesville in white with purple and numbers and trim. And the Jacksonville Eagles in sky blue with red and white. And it is Lanesville winning the tip, bringing it up first. Going to her left is Ava Kerr. Ball goes in the hands of Hilton Grumley. Go ahead, Rob. Jackson Dell going to open up in a 2-3 zone defense. They're going to try and take away that penetration that Lanesville does so well. And they are getting their feet moving pretty well with the ball. Here is Crozier underneath on the baseline. That's about six feet. No. And that came off the hands of Hilton Grumley. I think we have our first foul underneath already. Going to say jump ball instead. Nope, jump ball. Yep. Possession arrow favors Jacksonville. This is where it's going to be crucial for Jacksonville to take care of the basketball. Full court pressure being applied here by Lanesville. And the pass complete back to Heiners, and Kalen gets it up front to Borgman. Now down on the right wing, it goes to Sophie Sullivan. Sophie tries to go inside. Ball knocked out of bounds by Ellie Schneider. Good job by Lanesville to collapse in. You see Myers just going to make that little streak down to the block to try and get the initial post entry. They take it away. That's going to be a real interesting matchup. See what Lanesville can do defensively against Julia Meyer. Borgman goes to Sullivan from the baseline. Now the ball's back up front for Jackson Dell. Three-point attempt. Not good off the front of the rim. Pulled down by Meyer. And up for a layup. No good. And pulled down on the rebound by the Eagles of Lanesville. So we're still scoreless. A minute and five seconds into this one. Going for three from the right side for Lanesville is uh, Ava Kerr. That one's not good. And we do have our first foul of the game now on the rebound. Going to be whistled again. Number 23. That's Hilton Brumley. That'll be her first and the team's first. If Jackson Dell is going to be aggressive underneath, especially in terms of rebounding today, get some fouls on Lanesville, that would certainly be a bonus. Lanesville foul trouble, just exactly the kind of thing JCD is looking for. Heinrich inbound now, and she gets it away. Coming up front now on the left wing, dribbling in and looking for Sullivan underneath was Julia Meyer. Well, Lanesville right not complete there. Lanesville's going to run a 1-3-1, three-quarter core defense against Jackson Dell. If the Eagles can take care of the ball and break it, they're going to have some easy looks underneath, especially in transition. That cannot yep. happen, though. A throwaway by Jackson Dell after yep. first turnover. Borgman threw it right over Sullivan's head, so it comes to the Lanesville bench, and here come those Eagles. Still scoreless, 6.35 to go first quarter here in New Albany. Directing traffic is Hilton Brumley. Goes down into the corner now. Back up front to Hadley Crozier. Brumley has it again for a moment. Now Crozier underneath. Shot blocked by Jackson Dell. Over to the left wing for a three-point jumper. That was Emma Davis. Not good. And pulled down by JCD. Julia Meyer gets it up front. There is Heiners. Kalen is traveling at midcourt as she was almost fouled by Crozier up. Well, what defensively Lanesville does, they're not necessarily going for the steal right now, but they're wanting to put enough pressure on to make you think they're going to try and go for it. Heiners that time gets caught up. It's a quick shuffle. Two turnovers now for Jackson Dell, but they've caught a break so far. Lanesville has yet to convert. 
First substitution in the game is that 6-1 center, Shelby Allen, the junior for Lanesville. Let's see what happens here. Underneath that ball goes to Kerr. She has no shot. Over to the right for three, and that is missed from the corner. Pulled down by Hilton Brumley, and it's taken away by Borgman and Jackson Dell. Here is Sophie Sullivan coming down for a layup. It is off the glass and good for two. First score of the game, Sullivan well, and that's, JCD. That's a really good take, and even though she wasn't balanced, she threw her shoulder in and was able to square up at the last second. And she made it one on three. Now launching three and getting it is Lanesville, and that is Emma Davis with the tray. Three to two, Lanesville now, as Jackson Dell brings it back up. And a travel, I believe. On the JCD Eagles, so it goes right back to the Lanesville Eagles. Turnover number three, Jackson Dell, a little momentum there with that bucket, but then Lanesville takes it right away with that three-point shot. That might be why you put Allen in here. All that focus on the inside with her, it's going to open up the outside against that zone for some easy looks. So Brumley brings it up and has Kerr to her right. Ava goes into the lane, and now they pass it off to the right corner for another three. That's Crozier, and it goes around the rim, almost down and out. And then the Eagles of Lanesville come up with a rebound, putting the bunny shot up as Shelby Allen. She misses it, and Sophie Sullivan is crumpled on the floor. Timeout called by the officials. Yeah, it looked like she took a hit there off the face uh, in the middle of all that chaos. Coach Smith coming out on the floor. As well as now as assistant, Sophie is still down. And so we will take a pause with 4.51 to go in the first quarter. It is Jackson Dell trailing Lanesville 3-2. We'll be back after this on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. New Albany, it was Sophie Sullivan injured on that last play as she uh, was helped up, uh, is favoring a knee, checking in to replace her with Savannah Steele for Jackson Dell. And Savannah gets her first touch of the ball on the inbound pass, takes it across midcourt, and gets it right back to Julia Meyer. Over to the left to Steele once again. And cross-court pass, dangerous one, almost picked off. And, yes, Lanesville does grab that one as Hadley Crozier. One on two for a layup. It's off the rim, not good. And pulled down by Lanesville. And we may have a foul on Jackson Dell. I think that will be Savannah Steele's first. Let's see. That's going to be her first foul and the team's first. Taking a look at a couple numbers here. Please. Boy, Lanesville, 
really struggling from the field right now. They are one of seven to start out this ball game, and Jacksonville's going to be okay with that for the time being because right now, not only do they have four turnovers, they've also given up four offensive rebounds. There you go. Inbounding it to Hadley Crozier. It's up front over to the left wing. Now they get it back up in the hands of Kerr. Over to Crozier once again, right wing. And she bounces it off to the left. That is a three that goes down for Hilton Brumley. Make that score 6-2, Lanesville now. And just having checked in a few moments ago for the uh, Eagles of Lanesville, I believe, or of uh, Jacksonville, rather, Cheyenne Cullen. Here's a three attempt, and that goes down for Kalen Heiners. That score suddenly 6-5. Good response back from Jackson Dell to get that first three to go down. They are right now two of four from the floor, but the turnover's really limiting opportunities. They don't appear to be intimidated. Here comes the dribble into the lane for two. Once again, Hilton Brumley, she's got five points already, and it's 8-5 Lanesville. And offensive foul against Jackson Dell. Turns it right back. To those other Eagles, the defending state champs. Reagan Hughes with the foul, her first team second. Head coach Scott Smith wanting an explanation. You know, right now, I think if you're Scott Smith, perhaps you look at something else defensively. The zone is not working. Lanesville is doing a fantastic job of going through gaps and penetrating. They're getting all kinds of looks right now from the floor. They're just not connecting. Crozier in the left corner, back up front to Kerr. And another three attempt from the right corner, not good. But streaking in for the rebound, putting it off the right side of the backboard is Brumley. And jump ball on the floor. Where's the possession arrow? It is two. Lanesville. Lanesville. So now Davis inbound on the baseline. Make that six offensive rebounds now. Yikes. 8-5 Lanesville, 3-11 to go in the first quarter. Ball comes into Crozier. Over to the right side, Brumley backing up toward midcourt. And Cheyenne Cullen is in there for Jackson Dell, and she makes that steal. Can she hang on to the ball? No. It's fumbled away and into the hands of Davis and the Lanesville Eagles. They get it right back into the front court. Davis now over to Brumley on the right wing. Back up front, it goes to Crozier. And Hadley's in the lane. Shooting a jumper for two. They're going to say she was fouled, and I believe. I think they're going to say it was on the floor, so Jacksonville will catch a break there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to go yeah, against on Cullen. Cullen, her first. She's out of the ball game. And I believe... See if I can find, yep, Sullivan's back in the ball game. Sophie Sullivan returning from what appeared to be a knee injury. She is back, and there is a three that goes down. Second one of the game for Emma Davis, and the third for the Lanesville Eagles. They lead 11-5 now, 2.25 to go in the first quarter. And, and Sull- Sullivan's already back down again. Yep. So yep. that was certainly a, a premature entry mm. back in. They tried to go up the floor with the pass to her, and yep. she's having to be helped off the floor as Cullen's going to come back in immediately. Absolutely. It, it was a good effort by Sophie. Uh, wants to be a trooper, of course, uh, certainly at this time of the season. But uh, if it's too tough to go, it's too tough to go. The last six points for Lanesville from the three-point line have come off of turnovers. Jackson Dell is now at seven turnovers in the first quarter. So Jackson Dell can hold on to the ball. They'll have a shot, but they've got to hold on to the ball. Here is Hilton Brumley, who has a three and a two. 
And there's Crozier up front. And now launching another three is Davis. That one goes off the rim and not good. But we have a foul underneath. Going to have a foul against Allen. That'll be her first and Lanesville second. Really good job by Julia Meyer on the box out. So here come the Eagles of Lanesville with the inbound. Almost fumbling it away is Brumley. She gets it back up front to Crozier. Adley's in the lane for a layup. That looked way too easy, and it's her first two points of the game. It's going to prompt Scott Smith to take a timeout. It's going to be a 30-second timeout. So we will keep it right here. Absolutely. The number's really starting to pile up here for Lanesville and Jacksonville alike and on the positive side for Lanesville. Eight points now off of eight Jacksonville turnovers in this first half, and that's all coming despite the fact that Lanesville right now is 4 of 15 from the field. So it's not much so right now that Lanesville has played fantastic basketball offensively. It's the fact they're allowing defense to create opportunities on offense. They're getting extra possessions because Jacksonville cannot hang on to the basketball. And of course three of those four are three-point buckets for nine of the 13 points. It is 13-5 Lanesville with a minute 58 to go in the first quarter. Loss of Sophie Sullivan big of course for the Jacksonville Eagles. Let's see what they can do here as Kalen Heiners gets ready to inbound on the baseline to our left. See if they can navigate through this full-court pressure. Indeed. Lanesville's bringing three girls up front. It's like a running a straight line across on the volleyball line. Jacksonville breaks it much better this time around, but then they dribbled off the knee, but they will say it was tapped out by Lanesville from behind. Yep, Heiners gets the outlet pass, and as she comes down to the uh, basket on the far end to the right, she wears number 32, and the ball was tapped away by number 32, Shelby Allen. So it is Jacksonville ball under their bucket to our right. See if they can score here. Getting the inbound. Goes back to Meyer, and now over to Borgman. Jumper from the corner for three. No, and it's off the rim. Battling for it under there and picking it up with Cheyenne Cullen, but it was taken away by Lanesville. There's Brumley up front. And now Crozier for two. No. Brumley gets the rebound. Sends it out for another three. And this is off the rim for Ava Kerr. She has not scored yet. And foul. Ball going to Jacksonville. So this is going to be the third team foul against Lanesville. Waiting for the official to signal over. It will be on number four, Hadley Crozier. That'll be her first. 126 to go first quarter. Thanks to the sponsors here on WRBI for semi-state coverage. That does include Best Metal Finishing and Ohio Rod Products, H&R Block, Decatur County REMC, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Bringing the ball up now are the Eagles of Jackson Dell. There's Heiners with a pass in the front court, and she has it knocked out of her hand by Ava Kerr of Lanesville, so it'll be Jackson Dell ball on their baseline to our right once again. Well, and this Lanesville defense is so pesky, you're you're wanting to look to the bucket. You've got the lane right in front of you wide open, but they are doing such a great job coming from behind with back taps and deflections. It's been an impressive defense so far for these Lady Eagles from Lanesville. Heiners threw her hands up at the end of that play uh, before the inbound pass, just don't know what's going on here. There is Borgman up front going over to the left side, two Heiners almost knocked out by Crozier. But Heiners does get to it. Less than a minute now to go in the first quarter. Three-pointer from the left corner. And that was not good. Comes down to Lanesville. Crozier brings it up. Over to the right she goes to Kerr. 
And now into the left corner for three. That off the hands of Davis, who has two threes so far. It's rebounded by the Eagles of Jackson Dell. There is Julian Meyer over to Heiners. Now into the corner to Borgman once again. And back of the rim, not there. They're going to say it goes off. Savannah Steele and over to the Lanesville Eagles. 30 seconds left in the quarter now. 13-5 the Lanesville lead. Jackson Dell now 2-7 here in this first quarter. I'll see what Lanesville does here. They may try and air it out, go down to the final seconds, and then get a look. If they're able to get a bucket here and make it a double-digit lead going in the second, that will be a huge swing. Indeed. 15 seconds now. Dribbling it up front, taking plenty of time is Hilton Brumley. They're going to try and get it down to those last few seconds of the quarter. So Jacksonville doesn't have a chance to retaliate. Up front is Crozier. There's Brumley again from the foul line. A lopsided two, and it's not good. And we end the first quarter with Lanesville leading Jacksonville 13-5 in this semi-state matchup for the right to go into a second semi-state game tonight for the right to go to the state championship game next week. We'll be back to get the second quarter underway in just a moment on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. If you're looking for me, we've got a deal for you. We have the best pizza and breadsticks, too. Come on in, we love to see you smile. Bring your family and stay for a while. Trackside Pizza, we're waiting on you. Trackside Pizza, Osgood, Indiana. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. For the second quarter at Semi-State in New Albany, and it's going to be Jackson Dell's ball to start with Savannah Steele inbounding. She does, gets it to Borgman, and here comes JCD. Heiners down in the corner, and getting trapped down there is Reagan Hughes, and up for two is Steele. Savannah for the first score of the second quarter. It's 13-7. to It was a nice job by Steele to hang around there with Hughes and let her know, hey, I'm right here and open. That was just a good entry to her underneath and a much-needed bucket for JCD. Absolutely. Bringing it up now and going into the lane is Crozier. She's double-teamed, misses it, and misses the layup, I should say. Ellie Schneider pulls the rebound back down for Lanesville. Now she's dribbling in. One-handed bounce pass, and Crozier launches three from the right side. That's off the rim, not good. Heiner's there for the board, and jump ball called. Possession arrow to Lanesville. So this will be Emma Davis, the inbound. Remember, she already has two three-point buckets in that first quarter. 13-7 our score. Lanesville not getting huge distance on Jackson Dell yet. Hesitation on the pass. It finally comes into Crozier. Back up front now. Now over to the left for three. And that is well over the rim. Air ball. Pulled down by Hughes. Reagan's dribbling up against Crozier's defense. Gets it across on the left side. Over to the right side to Borgman. 
Kelsey's up front and tries to get it back to Reagan, but is picked off there by Davis. All the way up front to Crozier now, looking for a layup and getting it is Crozier. She has four points in the game, and it's 15-7, Lanesville. Kind of breaks a bit of a cold streak there for Lanesville. Up by eight, but I tell you what, if they were hitting some buckets right now, it would be a whole different story in terms of average margin. And another turnover here. Fuck, take that back. Jump, Jump ball. ball. Yeah, ball was underneath, and Savannah Steele was trying to control it to get a bucket to go. It did go, but after the whistle. So it's still Jackson Dell's ball under the basket to our right as Kelsey Borgman inbounds. Can she get a pass? Yes, within the five seconds. Back to Julia Meyer. Julia. Tries to put a step on the defense, doesn't have it. It's over to Hughes, now Borgman. Up front once again to Steele. Savannah's outside the arc on the right, comes to the middle. Goes through the middle, one on two, and has it tapped away by Crozier. They're going to say it went off Steele and out of bounds, so it's Lanesville ball. Well, right idea for Savannah there to go down the lane and find the layup, but perhaps maybe her footsteps behind. It goes right off the knee. 15-9 remains our score, 6.15 to go in the first half. 11 turnovers now for Jacksonville in this first half. Double digits this early is a problem. Underneath it goes, that into the hands of Schneider. Back out to the right wing, over to Brumley. Back up to Kerr. Oh, excuse me, that was uh, Alyssa Call, I believe, was in there. And a shot goes off the left side of the rim for Lanesville. Not good. Pulled down by Heiners. Here's Reagan Hughes for JCD. 5.50 remaining in the half. 15-7. The deficit to Lanesville. And there is Borgman with a three. Not quite there. And it's Crozier skying in for the rebound. Bringing it up now. She goes off to her left side. And that is an attempt that's off the side of the rim for Emma Davis. And on the rebound. Appears to be a foul on Lanesville. It is. It's going to go against number 10, Ava Kerr. That's going to be her first, team's first. Again, I cannot stress enough how fortunate Jacksonville is right now that Lanesville's not shooting the basketball well. Absolutely. They are 3 of 14 from 3 and 3 of 10 from 2. That that can hopefully be good news for the JCD Eagles. Let's see what happens. Heiners going over to her right to Borgman. Kelsey comes in one on three. She's off the glass. Good. That's going to count. Borgman with a nice play there, Rob. Uh, really impressive to continue on through. Her first points today, Jacksonville now with four players in the score column. Going to see Steele come out, Cheyenne calling in, and it's going to be Shelby Allen coming out for Lanesville, and returning is going to be Ellie Schneider. Let's see if Kelsey Borgman can add to the point total. She cannot. It's off the back of the rim. Not good. It's 15-9 Lanesville. But the Eagles of Jacksonville are within six. Let's see. As Lanesville brings it back. Up front is Ava Kerr. Directing traffic going over to her right side. Into the lane for two. It's off the rim. The poor shooting continues for Lanesville. Again, a bonus for Jacksonville. Reagan Hughes with a rebound. She spins at midcourt to get across the line. There's Borgman. Handling it right in front of us on our right. As we look down from the top of New Albany's gym. This is a fabulous viewpoint, and unfortunately, stepping in front of what would be a fabulous pass is Ellie Schneider, so it comes right back down in the hands of Hadley Crozier, and they're going to say she was fouled. I think that's going to go against Heiners. And that was a turnover that could have been prevented. They tried to go Jackson Dell did with the skip pass, and we now see at the free throw line Hadley Crozier 
Foul whistled on number 32, Kaylin Heiners. That'll be her first for Crozier. First one is up and good. And free throws here this afternoon are brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Mark Taylor. 4.47 to go in the half. And Hadley Crozier sinks them both. It's 17-9. Back to an eight-point lead for Lanesville. Heiners getting a pass almost picked off by Crozier. Intended for Kelsey Borgman. Flames Hill is now at 10 points off of Jacksonville's 12 turnovers in the first half. Wow. Wow. 4.42 to go in the half. Jacksonville can pick this up again if they can start to take advantage of the poor shooting of Lanesville. They would have a shot, but they've got to start making some shots themselves. Over to the left side to Meyer it goes. Julia dribbles down one on two. Almost has it taken away and then does. Jump ball called and the arrow goes to Lanesville. Well that time it's for Meyer and I know she's frustrated right now because she's still scoreless in this first half but she tries to drive baseline and just tries to continue to dribble. She keeps waiting for that defense to go away. Hey they're not going to. You've got to be able to get that basketball out. It was smart work by Schneider of Lanesville to reach in for it. Now she gets past the foul line on the other end. Gets it underneath and that layup is going to go down for Hilton Grumley. That makes our score 19-9, and Julia's going to have a chance for a three-point play. Julia Meyer picks up the foul. That's going to be her first team second. Again, free throws today are brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. You can also see Kevin Kreckler. Here is Brumley for the free throw. Good. Makes that score 21-9. I believe, Rob, the lead of 12 points is the biggest. That's, uh, excuse me, 11 points is now the biggest of the game, and there's a steal and layup for Hadley Crozier. Six points for her. No sign of a timeout yet from Scott Smith, which I think right now might be the time you need to take one. Absolutely. Julia Meyer gets the pass, gets it up front to Borgman on the right wing. Three-pointer not good off the rim. Pulled down by Davis, and she has a pass picked up by Crozier to take it up front. Now all the way down on the other end. Crozier again off the rim, not there, and she's fouled again. Going to be shooting two. That would have counted. Now Lanesville really extending at a 13-point lead. Crozier back on the stripe. And the foul to Julia Meyer again. It's going to be her second foul with 349. But, you know, especially without Sullivan right now, Jackson Dell not much having in terms of depth. So you have to keep Meyer out there as Crozier will sink that first free throw brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. 23-9, the 14-point lead for Lanesville. The Eagles of Jacksonville don't want to see the other Eagles run away with this one, but they're starting to. Up 15 at 24-9 as the second one drops in. JCD would love to extend their season into next week, and that looked like a foul uh, against, uh, committed against Heiners by Jane Davis, and well, now it's Kalen's gonna be, down on the floor. It's going to be Heiners now who's down, and... Man. Can't tell what exactly she's favoring, but this will force out the training staff again for JCD. Holding a right elbow there. And let's pause again to see exactly what's... Well, they're going to get uh, Kalen up here fairly quickly. Now still... Yeah, she's uh, she was sitting on the floor. Now she's up walking off, and so uh, we will be resuming action. So... Start with the false alarm there. 3.39 to go on the half. 24-9. to 
Waynesville leads Jacksonville. But the good thing is, we don't have to take a break to yes. thank some fine sponsors in Absolutely. Trackside Pizza, <laughs> Hurt and Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, and Inneking Auto Body. Cheyenne Cullen back in the game now for JCD, and the ball goes to the left corner for Lanesville. Jumper not good for Ellie Schneider, and the Jacksonville Eagles bring it back. There's Reagan Hughes double-teamed just inside the timeline, and she gets it over to Meyer into the corner for a wide-open, wow, a wide-open Cheyenne Cullen who had her jump shot knocked into the Lanesville crowd. That was an NBA-type stuff. Let's see if JCD can get a better shot without some defense in their face. And they managed to throw the ball right to the Eagles of Lanesville, but the layup is not good on the other end for Emma Davis. And we're going to get a foul called on the rebound against Lanesville. The only category right now that Jackson Dell is favored in is defensive rebounds, and they've got 12 over Lanesville 6. Now foul to Jane Davis of... The Lanesville Eagles. This will be her first, team's third. Savannah Steele to inbound with 3.12 to go in the first half. Pressure applied, but not as hard as it was earlier. It is Sparks on the right side. It's not good. Pulled down, and Steele puts it back up. She was stuffed, maybe fouled, but no call. Battling for the rebound. She is fouled, though. This one, again, to Davis. Her second team's four, so next common foul against Lanesville means Jackson Dell will shoot two free throws the rest of the period. Three minutes exactly on the clock. Regan Hughes to inbound. Sends Steele back onto the floor. Sparks remains in the game, and here is Hughes with the pass. Can she get it in in five seconds? She can. In the hands of Steele. Taken right out of her hands by the other number four, Hadley Crozier of Lanesville. Hadley dribbling all the way up. One on three, right side of the lane. No shot. She gets it away, and it's up front to Hilton Brumley, who has a couple three-pointers. Not good, but putting it in for two on the rebound is Ellie Schneider. Her first score, and it's now 26-9 to with 2.40 remaining in the half. And got a whistle here. Not sure the case. It goes against Lanesville, apparently. It's going to go against Davis. It's a third on Jane Davis in just the last couple minutes. And we'll put Jackson Dell at the free throw line. Kaylin Heiners is back out on the bench for Jackson Dell. We will see if she returns here or not this morning. You will send Julia Meyer to the free throw line to shoot two. And Julia hasn't scored yet in this game, Rob. She has been scoreless. Her and Reagan Hughes both. So Jackson Dell's top two scores. No points in this first half. First free throw is up and good. Again, free throws are sponsored today by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball. So see if Julia can put another one down. The Eagles of JCD are now in double digits. And second one also good. Our score 26-11 to with 2.40 to go in the first half. Lanesville, cold shooting, saving the lives of the Jacksonville Eagles so far. If they get hot, big trouble. Hilton Brumley has it going over to the left wing now to Ava Kerr. It's back up front to Brumley over in the right corner. There's Ellie Schneider getting back up front. Now Crozier in the corner. Schneider right of the lane. Jumper air ball pulled down by Borgman and gets it up front to Mackenzie Sparks. It's actually going to be Colin, rather. It is Colin. I'm sorry about that. And foul offensively against the Jacksonville Eagles. It's going to go against number 14, Borgman. Borgman. That'll be her second. 
Now, you mentioned the, the shooting right now for Lanesville. It's saving Jacksonville, but now we are getting to the point that even though they are so cold in terms of shooting, it's still a 15 so, point mark. so many extra possessions because of the turnovers. Yep. That's going to allow you to be okay with the low shooting percentage at the moment because you're getting those extra opportunities. Absolutely. Coach Hinton can't be anything but pleased, and uh, if your team heats up, then uh, big trouble for JCD. And here is Crozier in the lane from eight feet. It's good. And she's one of the leading scorers in the game. 28-11 to 11 now, minute 50 remaining in the half. She's got 10 points alone in the second quarter. Here's Julia Meyer, one on three in the lane for Jackson Dell. It's off the rim, not good. And the other Eagles rebound. Crozier, one on four, and her layup is blocked out of bounds. Going to be Lanesville ball. Under their bucket to our left. Steele checks out and Borgman back in. It's a team rebound for Lanesville. That's their 12th offensive rebound so far in the first half. Minute 36 to go. Clock starts again as it comes in. And Ellie Schneider from the right side. Three not there. Pulled down by what looked like a couple of Lanesville Eagles. But Reagan Hughes takes it right out of their hands and brings it up herself on the left side. Borgman on the wing. Tries to get it into the lane. She does. Then gets it over to Cheyenne Cullen. Cullen thinks about a three. She dribbles into the lane. Has the block taken right out of her hands. The ball taken right out of her hands with a block, I should say. And Borgman picks it back up. Jump ball called. This will be JCD ball. Minute 10 remaining in the half. Trailing 28-11. to 11. It's one of the first times I've had a chance to see Lanesville run a defense in the half court set because of all the Jacksonville turnovers today. Lanesville is playing a straight-up man-to-man defense here in the first half. And Julia Meyer, who's only scored two points on free throws, gets the pass away to Regan Hughes. Back up front to Borgman now. Kelsey dribbling, going to Meyer on the right wing. Inside to a wide-open Borgman for a layup. Yes, it's good. Kelsey Borgman with four in the game so far, Rob. That was nice. Four points, a really good look, and... Again, that's what Jacksonville can do if they can take care of the basketball. They have found some ways to get to the bucket. They've been able to get some wide-open looks. Going to need a whole lot more of that in the second half. Less than 40 seconds remaining in the half. Still a 15-point lead for Lanesville. The defending state champs have only lost three games in the last two seasons. Dribbling it around to take some time off as Ava Kerr. She's up near midcourt, and Jacksonville says she travels. She does. For Lanesville, that's just their fourth turnover here in this first half, but 26 seconds left. The Jacksonville's able to get one more bucket here and get a stop. That might be a little enough of momentum for Scott Smith to kind of get this team charged up in the locker room and then go make adjustments. At least something to hang your hat on. Here's Hughes going over to Heiners on the left side. Back to Reagan on the right. 12 seconds. There's Julian Meyer. Borgman for three and just off the rim. Not good. And trying to save it in is Cheyenne Cullen. She battles for it, but it goes off her, and so it's going to go back to... Gonna stay no, it is going to stay. It is going to stay with Jacksonville. She did manage to get it off of Lanesville Eagle. Four seconds remaining in the half. 28-13. JCD trails. Borgman on the inbound. Got to get it in. She does. And there's Meyer in the corner. She's harassed over there by Brumley. And that is the end of the quarter as Crozier and Meyer fall to the floor. At the end of the first half, our score is Lanesville 28 28- Jacksonville 13. We'll be back in a moment to recap it all for you on 103.9 FM, WRPIRadio.com, and on the new WRPI app. 
Inneking Auto Body of Greensburg and Batesville, celebrating 65 years in our communities. From minor fender benders to major collisions to restorations, Inneking Auto Body has the professionals for the job. Their technicians are certified in the latest safety features of your vehicle, and they have advanced factory training to send you home in a vehicle that looks beautiful and is safe for you and your family. Come in Monday through Friday for a free estimate. Inneking Auto Body. No dance, no dings at Inneking Auto Body. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Time to recap the first half. Uh, Jim Williams with Rob LaFerry, who, of course, is the ace of the numbers. And, uh, Robert, what uh, are we seeing here with a 15-point lead for Lanesville, 28-13 at the break? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the individual numbers first for Lanesville. They got 12 points from Hadley Crozier, 10 of those coming in the second quarter. After that, 7 points, or rather make it 8 points for Hilton Brumley, 6 points for Emma Davis, and 2 points for Ellie Schneider. And then for Jackson Dell, you have got Kelsey Boardman leading with just four, Kaylin Heiner's three, Sophia Sullivan two, Savannah Steele two, and Julia Meyer two. That means that Reagan Hughes still scoreless in this ballgame, a double-figure average score when it comes to the statistics on the season. The team stats truly tell the story in this first half. Jackson Dell currently 5 of 17 from the field. They are 2 of 2 from the free throw line. They've got 18 total rebounds, five of those offensive. And then here's the big number. 18 turnovers in the first half there. for Jackson Dell. After that, two points off a of turnover, six points in the paint. For Lanesville, the shooting numbers are not pretty. They are 10 of 36 from the field. That includes a 3 of 16 mark from the three-point line. But, again, said it right before halftime, the number of opportunities they are getting. In terms of rebounding, 20 rebounds for Lanesville. 13 of those have been offensive. They have four turnovers at halftime. And then the three big numbers. 
Lanesville off of 18 Jacksonville turnovers has scored 19 points. They've got 12 points in the paint, and they have scored nine second-chance points off of their 13 offensive rebounds. So if Jacksonville is able to clean it up, you're finding yourselves back in this ballgame. But if it continues this way, Lanesville's going to run away. hate to say it. The big key, cut those turnovers. Absolutely. Possess the ball. And, and of course, convert some shots when you do possess the ball. We're going to hear from three of the uh, Jacksonville Eagles in just a moment and uh, tell you how they felt this week coming into the ball game. Julian Meyer, Sophie Sullivan, and um, Kelsey Borgman are on the way next on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're back with Eagle senior Julia Meyer. Julia, you're heading into this uh, tournament game with uh, everything on the line. You're one of only four teams left. What are the thoughts of the Eagles going up against the Eagles? Um, Well, so we went up against the Eagles last year. And we just went, we were a little unprepared last year, and it was their second game that day. Um, but this, this year, with everything on the line, we're ready for them, I think. We've prepared, um, and we want another chance. We have, we put the target on their backs this year instead of ours. And I think we're ready to go out there and show them what Jacksonville basketball is all about. So it sounds like then your Eagles are relaxed and ready to roll, and Lanesville is the ones that should be tight and nervous yeah. and all that pressure. Yeah. Um, we, we Last year, we came out and we won, and we kept going farther than anybody thought we would. And this year, we kind of wanted to get back there to the same spot, and we had a goal to um, beat them again. We wanted to get revenge on them since they beat us last year, and... Right now, I think we're I think we're ready. I think everybody has the same mindset and the same goal to come out there and show them who we are. All right, Julia, go get them. Thank you. And we're leading into this big tournament game with two more of the Jackson Dell Eagles looking to go up against the defending state champion Lanesville Eagles. And uh, Kelsey, uh, what uh, what are your thoughts heading into this one? This should be pretty darn exciting for everybody, including you, ladies. Yes, I'm very excited to play them again, and I hope that we come out with a win. And so uh, what uh, has Coach Smith told you, ladies, is going to be the plan here today? Um, we're going to have to move the ball a lot and just play fast and strong. Very good. And, Sophia, how uh, how do the Eagles plan to implement that and, and make it happen against those Eagles? You did see them last year. Um, they have a pretty good press that they uh, tend to run against their opposing teams. Uh, we've been working hard, really, in practice um, against some tougher competition, some of the eighth-grade boys, um, former players, uh, just to try and break that press, really push the ball up the floor. So we've been re- working all week on that. And so you ladies have, I think, an advantage most teams would not have of having been under this pressure last year. And how much is that going to benefit you here today? 
Kelsey? Um, I believe it will benefit us quite a bit because we kind of know how they play a little bit, and I think that we will be able to go against it better this year. Very good. Sophie? Um, as Kelsey stated, we saw them last year. We kind of have an idea of what um, we're going into. We know the environment. We've played at New Albany now. We know what Lanesville's crowd is going to look like. Um, that's All of those are really big contributing factors to the energy and just like the composure that we have to have mentally for the game. And so even though uh, your fans are going to be able to listen here in the gym today as well as back home, I'm guessing you have a pretty darn good crowd here as well. Yes, um, our fans, they're the best. They come out and they show out every single time. Um, we bring the whole town, and they're the best. And uh, I guess I'm privileged to have moved to Osgood, uh, where you ladies are. Yes, <laughs> it's always fun here. <laughs> well, we really appreciate uh, you talking to us before this one, and uh, go out and get them, ladies. Thank, Thank you. It's Sophie Sullivan and Kelsey Borgman, and we'll be right back with more in a moment on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char sliced sausage. Our sausage is a sliced, mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. IsonsFamilyPizza.com or downtown. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Rob LaFerry back in New Albany with the second half of girls' uh, semi-state. Semi-state. I'm still trying don't, to get used to the take, term. Don't take us back to sectional. That <laughs> no, was, no, no, that, no, no. I don't want to go back to January. <laughs> uh, semi-state action between the... Uh, Jacksonville Eagles and Lanesville Eagles. Of course, Lanesville had to beat Jacksonville to get their state championship last year, get into the state championship game in the nighttime semi-state game that's coming up later this evening. Winner of this game will play at 8 this evening for that opportunity to go to Indy and Gamebridge Fieldhouse. And Rob LaFerry, uh, it seems so simple what we're asking uh, the Jacksonville Eagles to do, but in reality, it's hard when you're 15 years old to 16. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I've had experience not basketball-wise, but in baseball playing in two semi-states and can tell you that, you know, it is a whole different monster, especially, you know, even being a young person knowing in the back of your mind, you know, we win a couple ball games today. We're playing for a state title next weekend. That's going to play with you a little bit, even if you have been to this stage before. And, by the way, the winner of this ball game will face either North Central Farmersburg or Wood Memorial tonight at 8 o'clock here at New Albany. That ought to be a dynamite matchup. Wood Memorial, also a prior state champion a couple years back. North Central Farmersburg has been really impressive, and they have been the closest team to Lanesville this year. They only got beat by the Lady Eagles by one. Wow. So Lanesville starts the second half with the ball. It comes in from Ellie Schneider to Hilton Brumley, and we're underway. Over to the left wing they go. That is Hadley Crozier with 12 points in that first half. Hadley had a huge half, and... Circling through Ford is Brumley once again. Back into the corner to Crozier. 28-13, the Lanesville lead. Double team on Crozier. She gets it away to Schneider. Cross court it goes. That is up from the corner for Emma Davis. Not there. Rebounded for two. Crozier with 14 on the game. It's 30-13. to 13. She's a really nice basketball player. And really? she is very smart, even away from the basketball, finding those spots to go get those looks. Got to say, her moves are excellent. There's... Uh, the lady you just heard from at halftime, Kelsey Boardman, giving herself up. 
on a shot and uh, going to the floor, getting fouled. Two free throws coming right here. She has four points so far in the game. Again, 30-13. to 13. I believe 17, Rob, is the biggest lead of the day for Lanesville. You are correct, and Boardman does make the first. Foul was on number 42, Ellie Schneider. Her first and free throws this morning are brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Mark Taylor. Second shot also good for Borgman. So it's now back to a 15-point lead at 30-15. to 15. Crozier to the foul line to Brumley. Over to the right side to Schneider. Covered well there by Borgman. And inside to Crozier again. She's one on two. Gets it out to the left corner. And dribbling in and not having a shot is... Brumley gets it back to Crozier. Hadley's in for another pair. 32-15. Back to that 17-point big lead of the game. Borgman gets it up front to Reagan Hughes now for Jackson Dell. And back into the corner to Hughes now. And she comes in one-on-two. She is fouled. Going up for a pair of free throws right here. Reagan, surprisingly scoreless. How much does she average per game, Rob? She's right around about 12, 13 points per game heading into today. Schneider just picked up her second foul. And for Reagan, maybe to see a couple free throws that go down here in the third quarter, that would maybe be a spark for her in terms of offense if she makes the first. It is good. It's 32-16 to 16 now. And uh, containing Reagan had to be one of the goals of Lanesville, and they've done it well. Shelby Allen, the 6-1 center, checks back in for the Lanesville Eagles. Second shot for Hughes, also good. Her first two points of the game. Jacksonville's going to hope she racks up a lot more in this second half. Six and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. 32-17 to 17, Lanesville. Crozier up front. Covered out there by Cheyenne Cullen. And then it is Kerr going over to the left side. Once again, it's Sam Davis. Excuse me, uh, Hilton Brumley. Brumley wings it across to Crozier. She dribbles in on the baseline up for an easy bunny shot. Hadley Crozier, really the star of this game, uh, Rob, for Lanesville. Yeah, in terms of points right now, you've got Crozier sitting at 18, and all of her points have come from the paint, and there's that turnover factor again. Jackson Dell. Throws away first time here in the third quarter. Emma Davis stepping right in front of that pass. Crozier has it again over to the right and up for a long two, maybe a short three. It was Ava Kerr. She is scoreless so far today, and Kaylin Heiners comes down with a rebound for JCD. Here's Hughes going baseline, wanting to get her scoring going. She's over the rim and not good, but fouled again. Two more free throws coming for Reagan. Two more coming. Jackson Dell right now is 4-4 from the charity stripe in this third quarter. And our free throws are brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. And basically, you can see Mark Taylor about that next policy. Hadley Crozier with her second foul, team's third already. Jacksonville very aggressive here, minus the one turnover. First free throw by Hughes is no good. Bounds high off the back of the rim, 539 on the clock, 34-17 in this third quarter. Lanesville hasn't run away and hidden yet, but they're still up 17. Second one, good. 34-18 now our score. Jacksonville defensively has now switched to a 1-3-1 zone defense. See if that picks things up. And Brooklyn Simon, the 5-4 sophomore, is in a point guard for Jacksonville. Going to try and trap out of this a little bit as well. Allen doesn't have a shot inside. Goes over to Kerr. And a bounce pass almost taken away by JCD. Gets up front to Crozier. Now it's Allen again. Just inside the foul line. She's being covered by young ladies much smaller than her. Crozier. Back to Kerr. 
And if it bounce passes it underneath, almost for Allen, almost taken away. Crozier picks it up, however. Knocked out of her hands by JCD and battling for it on the floor. It's a jump ball. Possession arrow two. Jackson Dell. Jackson Dell. First turnover of the second half for Lanesville, their fifth of the game. Sophia Sullivan's going to try and give this a try again out wow. on the floor. What a trooper Sophia is, my gosh. Let's see. Bad knee early in the first quarter took her out and really put a dent in Jackson Dell. Thinking she was fouled as Reagan Hughes. Was she fouled by Crozier? Yes, she was, and that'll All be right. Crozier's third foul. So you've got Davis with three and Crozier with three for Lanesville. Interesting. And 14 fouls also, by the way, and now we've got Reagan Hughes who's coming up hobbling for Jackson Dell. Yeah, she's trying to walk off uh, thigh. Jackson Dell is at the free throw line for the rest of the quarter. Kaylin Heiner's the inbound. She gets it to Julia Meyer. Meyer not quite crossing midcourt yet. Waits for Hughes to come across. Reagan gets it. Now bounce pass underneath. That was looking like a good one. Intended for Sophie Sullivan, but knocked out of bounds just off one of the Lanesville Eagles. So Borgman will inbound on the baseline. 4.45 to go in the third. JCD trailing by 16, 34-18. Kelsey gets it in to Meyer. Julia goes up one on three, and she's stuffed easily by Shelby Allen. He takes it right away for Lanesville, puts it in the hands of Ava Kerr, who brings it up. Jacksonville's first field goal attempt. That's going to count towards field goal attempts, away from the free throws. They're going to need to get more offense going for sure. Defense hanging in there so far this third quarter. But there's a three. No, it's a two on the line off the glass for Brumley. Pulled down by Heiners. And there's a bad pass over the head of Meyer, taken away by Kerr. This goes into the hands of Crozier. Left-handed layup. Front of the rim, no good. Heiner's there for the board once again. Kalen really saving Jacksonville on that. Yeah, Jacksonville caught a break. Crozier's wide open on that left-handed layup. Borgman runs physically into Allen. Ball gets away to Julia Meyer, and it's blocked. Stuffed by Crozier. JCD retains the ball at the left end of the court and replacing Sophie Sullivan, giving her a break as Brooklyn Simon back in. Borgman inbounds to Meyer. Up front to Hughes. 3.50 remaining in the third quarter. 34-18. The Lanesville lead. If the Eagles of Jacksonville are going to cut into this lead, they really need to do it now, uh, Rob, in this last half of the third quarter. They do, but now that they're taking care of the basketball a little bit better here in this third quarter, you're seeing Lanesville's half-court defense go to work. Extremely stingy, and they can fly all over the place. Right now, they've went to a zone defense. Jackson Dells had no penetration in this frame whatsoever. Back there outside the arc right now. Finally getting to the, to the foul line to Meyer. And then it is Heiners for a three on the left corner. Not there. It is Brooklyn coming down with the rebound for a moment, but it was going to be a jump ball, and taking it right out of her hands was Ava Kerr. So Lanesville brings it right back. 3.25 to go in the third. Crozier up front. Working on the defense of Simon. And back up front, the ball goes. That to Brumley. Hilton had a three and a two early in that first quarter. Here is a three for Crozier. Wow. 37 to 18 now. 19 point margin for Lanesville. The came, defending state champs. Came in averaging 15 points per game, and right now she is a 21. And there's a bad pass by Hughes. That one picked off easily by Kerr. And it's going to be a foul on Hughes. As Kerr goes to the floor, she'll be shooting free throws here. And I'm not sure if that's going to be Hughes or not. 
Yep, I take that back. It is. Yeah, Reagan was right. Whether it won't be free throws, it'll be out of bounds on the baseline. And timeout on the floor. Full timeout, so we might as well go ahead and step aside and take one, too. Absolutely. 60-second timeout, 250 to go, third quarter. It is Jacksonville trailing Lanesville, 37-18 on country, 103.9 WRBI. Osgood Utilities remind you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jackson Dell girls basketball team on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. You know, there's something to be said about longevity. It's a real good thing. It's also a good thing knowing that your auto dealer still be in business long after you've bought the vehicle. Just like Scripture Auto on Lincoln in Greensburg. They've been around a long time. We're talking over 30 years. And they're not planning on going anywhere anytime soon. Finally, an auto dealer you can hang your hat on. The biggest thing about Scripture Auto is that they're small. That works out real good for a simple guy like me. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. With 2.50 left in the third quarter, it's a 19-point lead for the Lanesville Eagles over the Jackson Dell Eagles. Lanesville inbounds on the baseline to our right in their front court after that last foul. 2.40 remaining. And it is Hadley Crozier for another three-pointer. Not there. And pulled down by Reagan Hughes of JCD. And she almost throws it away off Julia Meyer, but Crozier touched it last, so it's going to be Jacksonville ball with full-court pressure applied by Lanesville. 2.35 to go in the third. 37-18. The big 19-point Lanesville lead. And stuck in the backcourt are Meyer and Hughes. they got to get it across the mid, and they finally do. There's Hughes. Still double team, trying to get past the defense of Emma Davis. And was Emma's defense a little too tight there, Rob? It was. She'll get hit with the body check. That'll be her first team's fifth. So Jackson down the bonus for the final 222 of the third quarter. You'll put Hughes back up there to shoot a pair. And free throws are sponsored this morning by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. Go see my buddy, David Ball. Absolutely. And bouncing it high off the back of the rim and in is Regan Hughes. 37-19, marching down to 18 points. Again, Lanesville presenting Jacksonville opportunities. Jacksonville hasn't been able to convert so far. Let's see if they can start doing so. Second shot, good. Well, free throws certainly have not been a problem. Not at all. Jacksonville's only missed one of those here in this ballgame. But it's the turnovers again, and that will just end up being the story of today. Nice move underneath, but Allen can't get that one to go down. Shelby Allen misses a bunny, and Julia Meyer is in there to battle her for the rebound, and the possession arrow is going to go to Lanesville. I like you. Oh, thanks. (laughs) He's throwing things at me. What the heck? Hey, at least it didn't go all the way down. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure the fans down there appreciate that, too. (laughs) Here's Crozier on the inbound pass. Coming around for a layup. Hadley is just on fire in this game. And it's a minute 58 remaining in the third. A 19-point lead again, 39-20. to Reagan Hughes for a three for Jacksonville. And it's off the rim. She gets her own rebound. Comes back into the lane. Bounces it underneath to Meyer. She can't make the bunny. She gets her board. Puts it back up. And another opportunity saved in by JCD. Hughes over on the right side of the arc. 
Heiner's for three and should have been there. Will she get three free throws? She will. That's going to be a foul against Ava Kerr. That'll be her second. Again, Lanesville doing everything they can to hand things to Jackson Dell. But they're still up 19 points. Yeah, they're still up 19 points. And again, a lot of that having to do there with the, the first half and the debacle with Jackson Dell and taking care of the basketball as Borgman will hit that first. Now, right now, you've got Crozier with all 11 points for Lanesville in this third quarter. Jackson Dell has been able to answer back now with nine points. So, I mean, uh, it's a close affair here in the opening quarter of the second half. What could have been had we limited mistakes in the first half? Heiners with the first two free throws good. Brooklyn Simon checks out. Look who's back, Sophie Sullivan. She's going to keep trying that knee. Third one, also good for Heiners. 39-23 now, cutting it to a 16-point margin. Minute 35 to go in the third. Opportunities for Jacksonville. They've got to take advantage of them. It's Kerr dribbling the left side, getting it to Brumley. And now it's back to Kerr on the left corner for three. On the left wing, I should say. And that's off the rim, not there. Good rebound by Reagan Hughes. Was she fouled? Or was there a foul away from the ball? It's Sullivan still unable to go. Sophie keeps trying, Rob. I appreciate the valiant effort, but the knee is just not holding up for it. So she will come out of the ball game, and I believe they put Simon back in. Yep. Brooklyn is there, and the Eagles inbound. JCD's Eagles. Borgman up front. It goes to Hughes. Reagan dribbles in, thinks better, comes up, and there is Meyer at the line, working against 6-1. Shelby Allen, layup good! Julia Meyer with a big play there, Rob. Yeah, it was a really good job there by Julia. That's going to be her first field goal, and finally got that little spin, was able to feed off the shoulder and go in for two. It's like 6-1's not going to kill you. You can throw that ball around her, and they did. And Coach Hinton calls a timeout for Lanesville with 57 seconds remaining. We'll keep it here. Robert, uh, the the latest that you've got, the insight now that the lead's down to 14 points, Meyer needs to keep scoring too. Well, she does. And, you know, the fact that you still need to really get Meyer and Hughes going with this ball club and Borgman, you know, your three-headed monster all season long. But the majority of their points now are coming from free throws, and that's fantastic. It's allowed Jackson Dell to stay within striking distance, but there's got to be something more, a little bit more substance. Away from that, we have pretty much played a dead-even third quarter. There. There's a positive to build on for Jackson Dell, but now you've got to be able to turn the page and, and start getting an advantage now in the second half to completely try your best to trim away at this deficit. Turnovers have been a little bit better. Four turnovers in this third quarter for Jackson Dell. Lanesville's only scored three points off of them, so that's a an improvement from the first half. So some little things are beginning to happen, but those little things really need to go big, especially here as we near about 50 seconds away from the fourth quarter. Right, just under nine minutes total in the season for someone. Jackson Dells Eagles hope it's not them, but they're going to have to really come on here. 40 seconds remaining in the third. The only score in the second half for Lanesville has been Hadley Crozier. Handling it now is Hilton Brumley, who was big in the first quarter. She gets it away to Ava Kerr. Double teamed over there. Good work by Borgman. And then there's uh, Brooklyn Simon working on Jane Davis. Davis gets it inside to the foul line at least to Brumley. No shot there. 19 seconds. Brumley has it, and now it's Shelby Allen. Allen came up front for that. Getting a big hand from the Lanesville crowd are those Eagles in the home white today. Where Jackson Dolls wearing their sky blue and 
a steal from Hilton Grumley. Here come the Eagles of Jackson Dell with a half-court shot at the buzzer that hits the board and falls away harmlessly. And going into the fourth, it is Lanesville 39, Jackson Dell 25, the season on the line after this on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Looking for a career change? Current job just not fitting your dreams? Make time for the Ridley County Chamber of Commerce's Job Fair, Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 4. The Tyson Activity Center in Versailles will have several employers on hand to help you find the job that fits you. With a variety of careers and industries, there will truly be something for everyone. See you at the Tyson Activity Center, February 27th from 9 to 4 for Ripley County Chambers Job Fair. Sponsored by Baxter. Best metal finishing in Osgood and Ohio Rod Products for Sales are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in postseason play. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Jim Williams and Rob LaFerry ready to start the fourth quarter here in girls' semi-state basketball. Brought to you by Trackside Pizza, Hurt and Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Henneking Auto Body, and by Scripture Auto. And here come the Eagles of Jackson Dell. Bring it up is Kaylin Heiners, and she has it again after a pass. Reagan Hughes now dribbles in, gets it to Heiners in the corner. Julia Meyer had the ball for a moment, too. Now Kelsey Borgman is up front. Back to Heiners, over to Hughes on the left side, up for three, and Reagan nails one. Well, there we go. We got ourselves an 11-point game. Now can Jacksonville come back and play defense and get stops? That's a huge bucket to open up this fourth quarter. It really is, and it's Ava Kerr on the left wing now for Lanesville. Up front to Crozier, and now into the corner for Emma Davis. She nails three, which she did twice in the first quarter. It's now 42-28. to 28. She's the first player in the second half to score for Lanesville, not named Hadley Crozier. Crozier exactly had all right. 11 in the third. And by the way, Jacksonville did outscore Lanesville 12-11 to 11 in that third frame. Let's see what JCD can do. They can clearly stay with this Lanesville team. It's a matter of making up this 14-point deficit in the next six minutes and 58 seconds of the season. Reagan Hughes on the sideline to inbound. Shelby Allen going to come in Back for in. Lanesville. They're looking for that 6-1, and they've got her. Inside uh, the pass, uh, Rackler up front, I should say. Goes to Julia Meyer. There's another three, and just off the rim for Borgman. Pulled down by the Lanesville Eagles. Crozier over to Kerr now. Up front, 6.40 remaining. Crozier on the right wing. Jacksonville needs a steal and some points. Badly, quickly. Crozier goes in one on three. Thinks about a layup, and they're going to say she was fouled before she could pass it away to Allen. This will go against JCD on the floor, and I believe it's Kaylin Heiners. Let's see. It will be the first foul of the second quarter. And, uh, excuse, excuse me, the first Meyer. quarter is Julia Meyer they're giving it to. It's going to be her second foul. So here come with the ball the Lanesville Eagles taken away by Kelsey Borgman. 
Good turnover for Jackson Dallin. There's a good three for Reagan Hughes again. 42-31 to 31 now, Rob. Another good look for Hughes now in double figures with 11. But again, this is not a spot in the ball game where you can allow to trade shots, saying a foul called against Jackson Dell. As Crozier brought it up, and she was surrounded. Good defense by JCD, just too close. And that's going to go on Hughes, I believe, her third, yes. Yep, going to be her third, team second. Jackson Dell starting to feel a little momentum. You can tell on the floor they're not going to go away quite yet. Here is Kerr on the right wing for Lanesville. Up front, once again, she puts it in the hands of Grumley. Hilton doesn't have a shot. Gets it back to Kerr. Now just inside the foul line. She's up for two. Not there. Shelby Allen with a 6-1 rebound. And off the glass, she's good for two. Shelby with her first score, I believe, of the game, Rob. And she's going to be getting a free throw as well. First two points coming in today, averaging about 11 points per game. Foul charge to Kaylin Heiners, her second. Allen on the stripe, having put the lead back to 13 at 44-31. Free throw good. 45-31, 5.49 left. Julia Meyer to Reagan Hughes at midcourt for the Jacksonville Eagles. 21-5 on the season so far. Here's Borgman off the glass. Good for two. That was a nice one by Kelsey, Rob. Jacksonville's found their spark. Defense played way too far back, and that allows that penetration by Borman when they finally step up defensively around a position. They make contact, and a big free throw coming up here for Kelsey. 45-33 now, and the free throw is not good. Heiner's battles for the board, does not get it. Comes down to Lanesville. Over to the left corner to, or wing rather, to Crozier. She comes in one on three, almost has a stolen, gets it back. And there's Brumley inside to Allen. Shelby's off the glass, and her two's good for two. So much for saying she hasn't scored him a whole lot today. Indeed, there's five right away in this fourth quarter. 47-33 now, 5.15 left. Heiners launching three for JCD, short air ball. That pulled down by Ellie Schneider's back in. Schneider and Allen both in at the same time. You know Lanesville wanted to make a statement, and there's a three that is a statement from Hilton Brumley, her second of the game. She is now in double figures with 10. And it's 50-33 to 33 with 4.50 remaining. He's kind of wondering if this little spurt here early on for Jackson Dallas maybe was one more gasp of life. Lanesville just continues to match and match here early on in the fourth. Borgman on the right side misses a three. Heiners puts it back in for two. And timeout called by Coach Smith. We'll pause as well for 30 seconds on WRBI FM 103.9 and the new WRBI app. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient. And Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric. Then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your source for power and information. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Come back to New Albany for the final 438 of someone's season in semi-state girls basketball. It is the Eagles of Lanesville, defending state champions, number one all season, only lost one game during the season, only two last year. And uh, the 
Jacksonville Eagles, 21-5 and coming in here, putting up a heck of an effort, certainly in this second half, but they got too far behind too early. They're going to have to really get some big D going in this final four and a half minutes. There's Ava Kerr for Lanesville. Back up front it goes to Brumley for a moment. Over to Kerr on the right side, closely guarded by Simon. And over down to Hadley Crozier, who has been everything for Lanesville today. Foul on the floor. It's going to be the second against Jackson. They'll actually make that the fourth, rather. It's looking on the wrong side of the scoreboard, and that will be the third foul on Julia Meyer. One more free throw puts Lanesville at the free throw line for two the rest of the way. And you mentioned Crozier there, Jim. She's got a total of 23 points here this afternoon now. Savannah Steele was in briefly. She checks back out for Jackson Dell. Brooklyn Simon remains in. She's covering uh, Brumley right now. Hilton dribbling around freely. One on three, and she walks with it. Tenacious defense by JCD on that one. Got uh, Hilton to take a step. It's really the first booze to come out of the Lanesville section this morning. <laughs> first thing they've been unhappy about. That's not a good ratio. Four minutes remaining. 15-point deficit for the Jacksonville Eagles. they got to make it happen starting now. Reagan Hughes over to the right side to Borgman. Kelsey's in the lane. One on three. Off the glass. Almost in, but no. It comes out into the hands of Ava Kerr. And Lanesville brings it right back up in front of Simon, then in front of Borgman. Crozier handling it once again. She's double-teamed. Kerr on the left wing. It is Shelby Allen underneath for two. And a foul. And that'll be the fourth on Julia Meyer. She's becoming too reliable for Jackson Dell fans' taste. And it puts Shelby on the line for her potential eighth point of this fourth quarter. Yep, three twos and a free throw so far here in the quarter. That one's short and not good. Heiners battles for it and gets it thrown off her by Ava Kerr. Smart play by Ava. And Kaylin's kind of blaming herself but being reassured by Reagan Hughes. Not really your fault that she threw it off you. Well, Jackson Dell taking better care of the basketball here in the second half. Points off turnovers have decreased, but Lanesville now 14 points in the paint here and, in the second half. And trying to go up for another two was Hadley Crozier. She was fouled on the way up. A couple of the JCD Eagles held her down. And that is going to be on whom as Crozier steps to the line. First one in and out, not good. Still will not put the foul on the scoreboard here. And with our our high nesting location today, it's hard to hear the PA. So Beautiful location. Second shot also in and out, not good. And it is going to be Jackson Dell Ball. Lanesville fans don't approve, but that's okay. Julian Meyer to inbound. 325 left. 17-point deficit. Regan Hughes gets it up to Heiners. Kalen spins and has it almost taken out of her hands by Kerr. Kerr can't believe she committed a foul, but she did. Her third, team second. 318 remaining. Ball on the sideline for Jackson Dell. 52 to 35, 318 on the clock. See what your Eagles can do. Brooklyn Simon gets the inbound. Back to Hughes. Into the corner to Borgman. Launching three. It is off the front of the rim. Not there. Kelsey gets her own rebound. Into the lane. And she's blocked by Allen. And then going up and getting blocked again is Julia Meyer. She'll be shooting a pair. 
She's going to send Meyer to the free throw line. She's two of two so far there today. Third team foul and also the third foul against Ellie Schneider of Lanesville. Is it just too late this morning for Jackson Dell, Rob? Uh, not to be too grim about it, but there are only 3.05 on the clock. Well, again, the thing was Jackson Dell really got going here early in the fourth quarter as that yep. free throw is good. But the problem was each trip back down, Lanesville had an answer right back. And I think right there kind of maybe cut a little bit of life there out of Jacksonville. But nonetheless, it's been a much better second-half effort despite what the scoreboard has read since half number one. Absolutely. And checking on getting a nice hand from the Lanesville crowd is Ellie Schneider. Second free throw for Meyer is, is on the way. And no not good. good. Heiner's trying for the rebound, though, against two of the Lanesville Eagles. Jump ball on the floor. Possession arrow to Lanesville. Speaking of those two free throws for Meyer, she takes an exit from the game. Free throw sponsored by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. You can go see Kevin Kreckler today. Checking in, 5'11 freshman for, for Jacksonville, Brindley Simon. Just under three minutes remaining, 2.52, and a three-pointer up from the right side for Emma Davis, her fourth of the game. That's all she's made, and it's 55-36. Double figures now with 12 points. Timeout again for Coach Scott Smith, and uh, let's stay here, Rob. Uh, um, it's been a nice season for Jacksonville, no doubt about it, but it looks like at this point, the second uh, time in two years, they'll... Uh, have to defer to the other Eagles from Lanesville. Well, Lanesville, this has probably been their their best quarter of shooting the basketball, and it couldn't come at a worse time for Jackson Doe, who has cleaned up. They've made adjustments the way they were supposed to at halftime, but now just, you know, unfortunately seeing their runs match. So, you know, it, it does look that way. You know, they knew they were in for an uphill battle this morning against this Lanesville ball club. A lot of people believe that Lanesville will be your south representative in the state title game next week. Now, of course, Wood Memorial or North Central Farmersburg will have something to say about that tonight. tonight. Yep. But, you know, again, this is just part of the the winning culture at Jacksonville. You know, these are moments that are not few and far between. These are, are moments that the culture and the program have established. This is the expectation of Jacksonville to be in these situations. So for another program to come in and what's going to be Scott Smith's final season as head coach and Lily Simon taking over next year, you know, this is what they were supposed to do and are now another historic member of what Scott and this program have been able to to accomplish in the last 20 plus years and of course the state title just eight years ago in 2016 and so here with 237 to go is reagan hughes for jacksonville handling it going over to the right side that is brooklyn simon with a three-point attempt that was physically blocked and comes down into the hands of shelby allen and the crozier has it right back for lanesville she goes over to the right side to ava kerr kerr into the lane and good for two. Her first score of the game, shockingly, with 2-12 remaining. 57-36, now 21-point margin. Biggest of the day for Lanesville. I believe 52-38 was a predicted final today online. Wow. And there is Heiners with a three-point attempt that's not good. Allen comes down with it. She's fouled by Borgman, I believe. 
And minute 56 remaining on the clock. 57-36 our score. 21-6 is not a record to be sneezed at. That is formidable. And uh, the uh, Eagles of Jackson Dell, Rob, clearly have plenty to uh, be proud about this season. Yeah, Shelby Allen steps to the line for Lanesville. She is one of two so far here this morning. Make it two of three. 58-36 now. Free throw sponsored by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. Go see Mark Taylor for all your needs over there. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Jacksonville. And Borgman comes down with it. She is blocked and will be shooting two. Foul goes against uh, Crozier. That's going to be her fourth. Crozier has had a monumental game for Blainesville and really in many ways has been the difference. She was. Second and third quarter especially. You know, you go back-to-back quarters of scoring in double figures. She had 10 in the second quarter and 11 in the third. That was uh, definitely more than enough to get Lanesville out in control of this ball game. First free throw is no good for Borgman. Minute 51 left, 58-36. to 22-point margin. Make it 21 at 58-37. Second shot goes good. Here's Crozier along with Ava Kerr for Lanesville. Those Eagles will be playing tonight, and Crozier goes over and back. Turns it back to Jacksonville. It's going to be the fifth turnover of the half for Lanesville. They've actually got more TOs than what Jacksonville does here in the second half. Wow. That is a bit of a shocker. Well, on another day, or if we had six quarters, maybe that would help. There's a three from... Reagan Hughes that's off the back of the rim. Kerr comes down with the rebound and going to get a foul at midcourt. Yep. Uh, she dashed across the half-court line. Ava going to the stripe. It's going to be on. No signal yet. Thinking maybe that was on Heiner's. If that would be the case, that would be her third. And the first shot for Kerr is good. 59-37, minute 35 remaining. And we'll try to get some comments from Coach Smith after that uh, we can bring you on Monday on WRBI. Getting a big hug is Julia Meyer. She checks out for the last time in her high school career. And second free throw. Also good for Kerr, 60-37. to Bring it up, Regan Hughes. Minute and a half left. Over to the right side to Borgman. And launching three from the corner. I think that's Simon. Not good off the rim. Crozier. Dribbling right through and JCD double team. And tagged on the way. She'll be shooting two. Going to be Reagan Hughes whistle for the foul, and that'll be her four. Savannah Steele getting ready to come in for Jackson Dell after this first free throw. And the first one for Crozier is good. Big, big day for the junior, Hadley. Going to see Kaylin Heiners come out for the final time in her high school career. Getting a great hand again from the Jackson Dell crowd, and a big hug from Coach Smith. Second one also good. 62 to 37 with a minute 16 remaining. 
And the Lanesville crowd congratulates some of their seniors to come out as well. But, of course, they'll be playing later tonight, 8 o'clock, against the winner of this morning's second game that will start in just a while. Pass intended underneath for Brindley Simon. But knocked out of bounds by Lanesville. And now to the sideline for her final time, Regan Hughes. With the hook from Coach Smith at a minute nine left. Here's the inbound. Here's the three from the corner. Not there. Borgman fights for that rebound. Can't get it. Comes down to Lanesville. At midcourt, they've got Madeline Manger. And putting it back into the hands of Ava Swiler, who is in. We just expect Jackson to play some really good defense here to end this ball game. Oh, yes. will move it around, take the time off. 40 seconds remaining. Elizabeth Sire has it. And there's Swiler again. Over the left wing. No shooting attempt necessary. Alyssa Call for a moment. 25 seconds remaining. And the Lanesville Eagles still hoping to defend their state championship from a year ago. We'll go into the second part of semi-state tonight against the winner of our next game. 21 seconds remaining. We'll get one more foul here out of Jackson Dell. It should go against Brooklyn Simon. Yep. And the free throw high off the back of the rim and not good. See Laney Narwald come out. Kelsey Boardman will check out. Of course, Kelsey will be back next year for this Jacksonville team. Second free throw, no good. And Narwald gets uh, gets the hugs on the sideline. Second free throw again, not good. 15 seconds remaining. Here is Savannah Steele with a three. It goes down for JCD. Positive for the future there. From the junior. One second. And that is it. And those free throws a few moments ago were put up by Ava Simler of uh, Lanesville. Our final score here in girls' semi-state at New Albany. Defending state champion Lanesville going on to the second part of semi-state tonight for a chance to go into the championship game next week. They beat the Jacksonville Eagles 62-40. Rob LaFerry and I will be back to recap it all for you. In just two minutes on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. 
Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. Looking for me, we've got a deal for you. We have the best pizza and breadsticks too. Come on in, we love to see you smile. Bring your family and stay for a while. Here at Trackside Pizza, we're waiting on you. Trackside Pizza, Osgood, Indiana. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. I congratulate the defending state champion Lanesville Eagles as they knock off the Jacksonville Eagles 62-40 to in this girls' semi-state game. That's what happened last year, but last year it happened in the night version. And, uh, you know, JCD doing a great job getting back here for the second straight year and uh, certainly a tradition under coach uh, Scott Smith and uh, as you mentioned Rob as uh, he wraps things up um, it sounds like he's handing it over to uh, certainly some great experience. Yeah absolutely you know we've talked about that state title team from Jacksonville in in 2016 and and Lily Simon was the catalyst of that group the leading scorer in all state selection that year so no, she played the high school game. She's played the collegiate game. She's been able to spend now a, a year or two under Coach Smith as a varsity assistant, middle school, junior high level. Before that, uh, someone who loves the game of basketball, someone who knows the game extremely well. And, you know, I think you may see some growing pains at first, like you would with any new coach coming in to a program. But she knows the program. She knows the expectations. She knows that championship culture, that winning culture. And uh, I don't expect too much of a drop-off with Jacksonville in the coming years. They've got some pieces coming back next year that I think you'll be really impressed by. You're going to miss this group of seniors that you did have when you look at girls like Julia Meyer, Reagan Hughes, and Kaylin yep. Heiners. Yeah, but the rest of this group returns. They've got a couple pieces at the junior high level. They've got some talent. So uh, looking forward to seeing what Lily can do at the program. At the same time, I'm really going to miss Scott. Scott and I keep in contact constantly, you know, just about basketball or about some different things. And, you know, I always said that when I started out broadcasting in high school that, that Scott was one of the, the first coaches to not look at me as a kid. There you actually, go. actually look at me as as a working member of the media, and I always appreciated that from Scott. And going from that to the friendship that him and I have now has been really special for me. So, you know, I wish him all the best. He's not going to go anywhere. He'll still be around Ripley County, but I know he's got, you know, 
kids and, and grandkids and wants that family time away from the game of basketball. So wish him all the best, and uh, this guy will no doubt be a first ballot Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame member uh, when his time comes. Yeah, yeah, one of those folks that uh, after so long you just got to uh, do what many folks say and get a life. And uh, certainly he's had a great one so far and uh, just enhancing it uh, further. And, uh, yes, what a fixture he clearly is. Uh, taking a look at this game, Rob, it was uh, not all Lanesville. Uh, Jacksonville certainly had their opportunities, but uh, it was just too much for the uh, Ripley County Eagles to uh, come up on the Lanesville Eagles and uh, get right back into this one. Uh, early turnovers uh, were a problem, and uh, uh, so were uh, some of the steals that uh, created those turnovers. Yeah, a couple things that stand out to me. Number one, I think with Jacksonville, obviously the 19 turnovers that you had in the first quarter or the first half, rather, is a real killer. The, the watch lanes will come out and score 22 points off of turnovers in the first half to put yourself down by double figures. That was really the, the tail of the tape and uh, what this story unfolded like throughout the morning. Jacksonville did some things to clean it up. They got turnovers really wrapped up, and we'll talk about that with the stats here in just a little bit. But overall, you just saw a Lanesville team that, quite frankly, was a more talented group. The effort certainly was there for Jacksonville, but this Lanesville team is flat-out impressive, and we saw that. They struggled to shoot the basketball today, but they came back out. They matched Jacksonville's run in the fourth quarter early on, and Lanesville winds up scoring 23 points in the fourth quarter. So they, they got those buckets when they needed to in the second half. They let defense create opportunities in the first half. When you put that all together, that's going to be hard for a lot of different ball clubs, not just Jacksonville, to go out and try and beat. It was a nice third quarter for Jacksonville, no doubt, but uh, the the die may have been cast, uh, and it may have been uh, a little bit late, uh, and you're right, that fourth quarter was uh, all out by uh, Lanesville. And uh, taking a look at the individual scoring, uh, what do we have? Now let's go ahead and take a look at the individual statistics first. We'll get sure. the team numbers here in just a little bit. Take a look at Lanesville. They were led in scoring today by Hadley Crozier. Those two double-figure scoring chips she had in the second and third really was huge for that version of the Lady Eagles. She winds up with a total of 25 points. Going down the line, Ava Kerr had four. Emma Davis hit four triples today for a total of 12 points. Hilton Brumley quietly pieced together 11 points today. You got Shelby Allen really strong in the fourth quarter. She finishes with eight, and Ellie Schneider comes back with two points to round out the scoring for Lanesville. For Jackson Dell going down the line, Savannah Steele comes off the bench and finishes with five. You had a total of 14 points from Kelsey Borgman, two points from Sophie Sullivan prior to her knee injury today. Five points today from Julia Meyer in her final game. Reagan Hughes is in double figures with 11, and Kaylin Heiners finishes her day with three points. So you got Borgman at 14. You got Hughes at 11. That comes late. A rough day for Julia Meyer trying to go up against Schneider and Allen both on the inside to finish with five. And, you know, in terms of Heiners and Borgman, not Heiners and Borgman, but Heiners and Sullivan, rather, especially Sophie Sullivan, you hate to see the season end that way for them. You had Kalen come back in with her injury. Sophie tried on three occasions. Three occasions. And just could, could not go out and, and perform the way that she has all season. So 
the, the gutsiness is admirable. Certainly, Certainly a tough young woman, exactly. no doubt. Exactly. But, uh, you know, she'll have another crack at this next year. Her, along with Boardman, are both back to spearhead the Lady Eagles next season. They will be formidable uh, in, in that role with the experience they've gotten. So uh, we'll be right back to wrap things up and put a bow on it. And uh, I'm going to be heading back for uh, boys' regular season action tonight. So we'll be back to close things out from here in New Albany in just a moment. Again, our final, it was uh, Lanesville 62 and Jacksonville 40 on WRBI 103.9 FM. WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Kohler means reliability. That's why Kohler is a perfect partner for Hurt and Elko. Every Kohler generator is meticulously quality tested start to finish. Their engineering team runs hundreds of performance tests during the design process. Everything's examined down to the bolt. And before it leaves the factory, Kohler puts it through its paces one more time. The result is total reliability. This is Scott Lamping with Hurt and Elko. Stop by to find out more about Kohler generators. 108 West Pearl Street, Batesville. In a King Auto Body of Greensburg and Batesville, celebrating 65 years in our communities. From minor fender benders to major collisions to restorations, In a King Auto Body has the professionals for the job. Their technicians are certified in the latest safety features of your vehicle, and they have advanced factory training to send you home in a vehicle that looks beautiful and is safe for you and your family. Come in Monday through Friday for a free estimate. In a King Auto Body. No dents, no dings at In a King Auto Body. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're just getting ready to finish things off following the Jacksonville-Lanesville game here at New Albany in uh, the the semi-state round as uh, North Central and Wood Memorial come out to warm up for their contest. Jim Williams and uh, Rob LaFerry. And Rob, uh, like you say, we really saw... Uh, a couple teams that uh, uh, weren't necessarily going in different directions, just getting there in different ways, it seems like. There's a lot of potential to Jacksonville and uh, Lanesville. I, I think a lot of Jacksonville Eagle fans will wish them the best uh, the rest of the way. Oh, hands down. You know, I think when you look in the grand scheme of it, you had a Jacksonville team that came in today and have the potential to put together a game plan to knock off this Lanesville team because, you know, you've got an experienced program that saw these girls last season in the semi-state championship game, and you've got Scott Smith on the headline who has come up with plenty of amazing scouting reports and plans over the years to get to this level and further on. So you knew that was there. Uh, Lanesville, Angie Hinton's a terrific head coach. You know, again, all six years she has been at Lanesville after 12 straight losing seasons at the school. They have won six sectionals, two regionals, and now are, are one game away from two semi-states plus the state championship from a year ago. They're going to be a tough out. This will be a fun game to watch here with Wood Memorial and North Central Farmersburg. Wood Memorial is probably going to be the favorite in here, but North Central Farmersburg, I've seen them on film, and it's a really good basketball team. But, uh, no, overall today, uh, the team stats away from individual stats kind of wrap up uh, the story that was told today. When you take a look at Jacksonville, they were 11 of 42 from the field, 4 of 25 from three-point range. They were 14 of 20 from the free-throw line. The Lady Eagles ended up winning the rebounding battle today, 33 rebounds for them, and uh, 14 of those coming on the offensive end. You take a look at turnovers for Jacksonville. They had 22, but only four of them coming 
in the second half. So they did certainly make that adjustment. They had five points off of turnovers, ten points in the paint, and five second-chance points. For Lanesville, they were 22 of 57 from the field, 7 of 25 from the three-point line, 11 of 17 from the free-throw line. They end up uh, with a total of about 32 rebounds today, 17 of them on the offensive end. Nine turnovers for Lanesville. They had 22 points off of turnovers, 19 of those coming in that first half that really put Jacksonville in a hole. And then once Jacksonville cleaned up turnovers, Lanesville did an amazing job penetrating with the basketball. They had 16 points in the paint in the second half for a total of 28 for the four quarters and then 16 second-chance points off of those 17 offensive rebounds. So, again, Lanesville proved today why they're the number one team in Class A, why they're the defending state champs. It's a great ball club. They've got pieces all over the place and a great coach on the sideline. So best of luck to them and for Jacksonville again, 21-6. and Nothing to hang your hat on in the final season. For Scott Smith, this was a fun ball club to carry all season long. Absolutely. And so, Rob, as the resident experts, and you've seen it all for quite a while, uh, with Lanesville going on, trying to defend its uh, state championship, what do you expect? In the second semi-state game tonight, uh, will Wood or North Central have much of a shot against uh, those Eagles? Well, I already mentioned that North Central Farmersburg has played Lanesville mm-hmm. this season and yep. only lost by one. I know Wood, Mem- tight. Wood Memorial's been a tough out. That's a really good Class A program. I think however you stack it up uh, in terms of 1A with these two ball clubs, that Lanesville is going to be your favorite coming in to the title tilt. Tonight, uh, Wood Memorial comes in with a record of 16 and 10. North Central is at 18 and 10. Wood is favored by four here this afternoon. I look for Lanesville to win tonight. I think that they'll shoot the basketball a lot better than what they did this afternoon uh, against Jacksonville and going to come away with the win. And who they would face uh, in the north side of the bracket, that'll be interesting to see. We do know that uh, Clinton Central was a winner today. So they will be moving on. And then you've got Caston and Marquette Catholic on the north side of Class A. Caston's a really good ball club. Marquette Catholic, a very strong 1A program. No matter how you shake it, this might be one of the better brackets in the state in terms of the classes, that being in 1A. And taking a look at some other ball games, was trying to see if perhaps uh, there might be some games of local interest already in the books. There is one. Brownstown Central is moving on to the semi-state ah. championship game over at Shelbyville. They defeat Linton Stockton at 48-41. to And then the team that beat Greensburg uh, last weekend in the regional, that being Scottsburg, they take on Gibson Southern coming up at a noon tip-off over just not too far away in Jasper. Very good. So Lanesville should be at least challenged as uh, they, they move on. Absolutely. And uh, not necessarily skating right into a second straight state title, although I'm sure uh, uh, most of our fans will wish them well after uh, seeing them play so well here today. We've got boys' regular season action on WRBI tonight. It'll be South Ripley at Greensburg. Our friends Terrence Arnie and Matt Miller will be there for that one. We do want to thank all our outstanding sponsors for Semi-State, including Napoleon State 
Bank, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Ison's Family Pizza, home of Terrence and Coach's Corner on Monday night at 6. You'll be sure to join him. Also, Garing's Runs Gutswiller, Scripture Auto, Osgood Utilities, the Ripley County Chamber of Commerce, Best Metal Finishing and Ohio Rod Products, H&R Block, Decatur County REMC, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Trackside Pizza, Hurton Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, and Enneking Auto Body, and a special thanks to Assured Partners Insurance covering our foul shots today. The great agents to see include Mark Taylor, Kevin Greckler, and uh, David Baugh. And so, uh, Rob LaFerry, thanks so much for uh, everything you do for us and will continue to on WRBI. Of course, uh, uh, we get to go back-to-back uh, during the weeks on our country music shows, so uh, that's always tons of fun. We're always glad to have you and your encyclopedic knowledge out here at the sidelines of, of whatever uh, game we're covering. Uh, thanks for being such a, a great asset to everyone. Not a problem. Enjoy being here uh, today for this broadcast. Enjoyed working with you. We'll get back to it uh, beginning tonight with our schedule next week and also don't forget for fans out there the boys sectional pairing show yes. is coming up tomorrow evening so then we will know the fate of our local teams and where they will stack up in their respective sections and what are your predictions or guesstimates at this point boy i don't know we uh, we have got some really good southeastern indiana basketball teams this absolutely. year absolutely i will say that each bracket's going to be tough 1a it's going to be tough Two-way is going to have three teams vying for a title, and that three-A between Greensburg, Batesville, Lawrenceburg, Connorsville, that's that's going to be an absolute yeah. gauntlet, as it always is. So I'll let the brackets play out first, <laughs> then I'll make my uh, educated guess uh, coming go. up the week after. Uh, among the many heavy hitters, it sounds like. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Rob. Really appreciate uh, you being here. Could not have made it make sense without you. That's Rob LaFerry. I'm Jim Williams. Thanks again to our terrific sponsors and to the immortal, the great, the super talented John Heil back on the controls in the studio. Thanks for letting us be here today. Again, our final score at New Albany in uh, girls' semi-state action. It was the uh, Eagles of Lanesville still looking to defend their state championship, knocking off the Eagles of Jacksonville 62-40. to That's going to do it from here. Of course, there's more boys' hoops to come. And again, regular season action tonight on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. For Rob, I'm Jim. So long for now, everybody.